Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us here on this Monday evening. Stay with us. Coming up later in the show, you're going to see me tearing it up. Yes, I am driving on the Bemidji Speedway. You're probably going to see some video of it in a moment, but I'll show you that at the end of the show. It is, that's me. That is, it's hysterical. So please stick around for that. All right, let's take a live look right now at the Fargo City Commission meeting. One of the big things on the docket tonight is, is Fargo going to have a mask mandate or not? We're going to get into some details here in a moment. They just actually showed a graph a moment ago that shows that right now the curve is very flat here in the Fargo Cass County area. Um, you can see Commissioner Gary here, he said, I am not going to vote for a mask mandate, but if you don't mind, let's go out live here, Zach, for a moment, just see what people have to say. Trying to, we're trying to slow the spread, and yes, Commissioner Gary, I know you cannot cure this, but we're trying to slow it until the, hopefully we can get a vaccine. So we may not all have to get it if we can delay it enough to when there's a vaccine and then we can all be vaccinated, and then maybe we are going to make some good headway with saving lives that way. Um, but yeah, there are certain conditions where you can't social distance. So those would be places that you would recommend. Matt, bus, those types of environments are probably, you know, anything that's indoors, close quartered, that you can't separate, those would be your higher risk type of environments. So would you suggest she works with staff and come up with, we, do, we could do it as policies for the city issues, Dave. We could do it, Matt, bus, and those types of things. Library, here's what you have to do. And we could work with Eric on the language on that. And I think, John, you were suggesting that, at least for city employees. I'm a little confused at which directive you want. A directive is not a mandate. It's just strong encouragement to wear a mask. Is it your directive that's option A, citywide mask mandate? Is that the one you're... So you hear Mayor Mahoney, they're talking about a couple different directives. So Commissioner Strand and uh, suggested tonight that we don't necessarily make a mandate. So it's not like the you know cops are going to be out and be you know, chasing people down for masks, but really very strong directives. And he's, he's proposing a couple different options. And look, we all know how heated this conversation is right now. We're going to get into some of that in a moment. But so Commissioner Strand is saying, hey, look, do we make this strongly mandatory in this directive? Or do we say it's just going to be for like public employees? You heard uh, the Matt bus situation be brought up there. Do we just make sure if people are Matt bus riders, they're going to wear them? So uh, producer AJ, if you can pay attention to this, if there's a vote that goes down tonight, please let us know so we can share that with our audience as soon as we have some breaking news. But the obvious question as you look at this is, do the mask mandates work? All right. I think you could say that science right now is varying. You remember back in the end of March, you had Dr. Fauci, you had the Surgeon General suggesting don't wear masks, they don't do anything, and now they're saying you have to wear masks, it's going to help mitigate this thing. So I think you could look at the science, but also let's look at some anecdotal situations. If you look at Miami, Los Angeles, they've had mask mandates now for anywhere from the past, let's say, four to six weeks. And you see what's happened in Miami. It's not being mitigated too well. It's not necessarily going down. So I think that's a powerful anecdote to take a look at. And now let's look more specifically at what's going here locally in Cass County. Remember, in the end of May, we had the, the mass protests. Some might call them riots. That was the end of May. And then it was in early June, if you look at the actual positivity rate. Now, the positivity rate when it comes to COVID means that what percentage of people are testing positive. So if that's going down, that is a very, very good thing. So back on June 2nd, the positivity rate in Cass County was 9.56%. Please remember that, 9.56%. Now, if you look at as of late on July 16th, total positives here in Cass County, 2,547. But there it is, the positivity rate went down. 
went down to 7.99%. That's a good thing. Now, why did I say July 16th? Because also on July 16th, we asked you on our Facebook page, hey, should Fargo make it mandatory to wear a mask in public or not? Wait till you see this. This is pretty interesting. But 83% of you said, no, there should not be a mask mandate here in the great city of Fargo. So then we look today, we looked at the information that came out today, thanks to the North Dakota Department of Health. And you can see here that the positivity rate continuing to go down. Now it's point, you know, 900 or it's 900 of a percent, but it's still going down. It's still trending down as of today to 7.9%. That is a very, very good trend. And I bring all this up because we had the riots, the protests, no mask mandate, and still the positivity rate is going down. So today we thought, you know what, let's ask again. I mean, you, you see a lot of news out there. We see what's happening in Miami and Los Angeles and different areas. So should, in Minnesota, prime example, should Fargo make it mandatory to wear a mask today? 83% say no. 83% say no to the mask mandate. So that poll is still up there. Um, if you want, let's just go back out here real quick, Zach, and see if they're still talking about masks or not, and see what this gentleman's talking about, please. And our service operating across state lines, transit would ask that the commission approve a, a requiring to require masks on board the, the vehicles uh, as soon as possible. And then we would definitely be willing to work with public, Gas Public Health and getting that messaging out there. Uh, we had finance committee this morning where we asked for some funds uh, so that we could do that education of passengers and the public. Sorry, I just wanted to throw that in. All right, so an interesting point that gentleman I think is alluding to there is obviously you've got the situation now with our border cities. If you're in Minnesota, it's mandatory if you're inside to wear a mask. Um, if you're in North Dakota, as of right now, at least not in Fargo or anywhere else, it's mandatory to wear a mask. So we'll keep you abreast on how that conversation goes. Now, speaking of mask mandates, <laughs> wait until I show you this tonight. All right, because Governor Walls and his administration, more specifically Steve Grove, he's the commissioner of the Economic Development Department. He actually, meaning Steve Grove, folks, in Minnesota, after the mask mandate was issued, you can come back to me now, Zach. We're going to have some fun with this. Commissioner Grove, you can come back to me, Zach. Commissioner Grove actually wanted to run a PSYOP on the people of Minnesota. This guy wanted to run a PSYOP on you to show the overwhelming support for a mask mandate in Minnesota. Basically, it's, a, it's an AstroTurf campaign, right? I'm going to go through a couple examples. So here's what this guy did. He created these draft letters all written out. All you had to do is put your name in there or put the name of your business in there. And then you would just basically copy and paste those. And you would send them to the letter of the editor. He had some for educators and parents. He had another one that I'm going to kind of walk through you for in a moment here. But he had another one where you would actually send an email back to Governor Walls and Lieutenant Governor Flanagan telling them how much you love the mask mandate. So that next time Governor Walls walked up to the mic at a presser, he could be like, folks, you know, I was a little bit uneasy about the mask mandate, but it's been amazing because I've had probably 30, 40, 50,000 of you email me just talking about how much you, you love and support the mask mandate. But keep in mind, all right, Steve Grove has written all this out for you. All you got to do is copy and paste, but it's never disclosed in the email, in the letter to the editors, anywhere that, oh, by the way, this was written by a government employee to run a PSYOP on the people of Minnesota. Let's just bring this graphic up real quick, uh, Zach, and I'm going to walk through some of this for you. So this is just one example, folks. I did a piece on our Facebook page earlier today, so if you want to go there and get more information on this. 
<laughs> please do so. I think you'll get it. I mean, you'll get a kick out of it. But at the same point in time, you're like, wow, my state government's trying to run a PSYOP on me. You can even see in this graphic here at the very top, see where it says on behalf of and then organization name. You, <laughs> you just put your business name in there and talk about how great the mask mandate is. So <laughs> here's another one. Here's an email that you can send to Governor Walls and Lieutenant Governor Flanagan. Again, you just copy and paste this, send it to the governor so that he can talk about how much you love it. It says, uh, Dear Governor Walls and Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, I'm writing to express strong support of the statewide masking mandate. As we watch other states deal with rising numbers, I understand the threat is very real. I believe that every Minnesotan has, I mean, it's all scripted out here. Universal masking is not only critical to protecting our small businesses and reopen our economy, but also to protecting our communities. Now, I've said this a million times on the show. If you want to wear a mask, great. You know, that, it should be up to you. All I'm asking us to do is to explore the science of it, some anecdotes I talked about tonight, but most importantly, let's not run a PSYOP on the people of Minnesota, please. Just use the science and talk about the science and then people can make their own decisions. But to run an AstroTurf campaign on your own people using the government. Here's one that talks about, this is a cutout, folks. It's copy and paste. Letter to the editor. Steve Grove, your economic development commissioner, is basically writing this out for you. You just copy and paste it, send it to the newspaper. Newspaper prints it, talks about how great the mask mandate is. But it's never never disclose to you that, oh, by the way, a government employee wrote this for me and I'm just copying and pasting it. So I want to share that with you again. There's more on our Facebook page. Let's go back out here to the commission meeting, Zach, and see what they're saying about the uh, Fargo mass directive, please. John made the motion. Arlette seconded it. No, the first motion. The amendment. Oh, we voted on the amendment. And now we'll go back to the first motion with Strand and Preston. <laughs> Oof. Public, public discussion? No, there's public discussion. This isn't a public hearing. Roll call, please. Preston? Yes. Strand? Yes. Gehrig? Yes. Pepcorn? No. Mahoney? Aye. Next item. Or do you want to do transit too, John? That was the second yeah. motion. Yes. I do. So I'm not exactly sure what that was, but as you heard there, it went down four to one. So one thing I want to talk about tonight, folks, um, is what happened last Friday in Las Vegas. I don't know if you saw what the Supreme Court did, but basically um, squelched your First Amendment right, squelched your right for the free exercise of religion. And before I get into the SCOTUS decision, I want to just walk you through some things that our great nation is going through right now, just to sort of set the table and have you think about some of these items and what it means for, the, for our country right now as well as the future of our country, and then I'll walk you through what the Supreme Court decided on Friday, which is absolutely stunning. So as we all know, right now we're dealing with this coronavirus. We're talking about a mask ma mandate tonight in Fargo. Our country, okay, has, had a, has lost a tremendous amount of blood and treasure due to this coronavirus. Let's bring up this graphic, please. As I'm sure you're well aware, there's over 4 million cases now. There's over 147,000. Now, before you see that number and go, Berg, you know, there's comorbidity. I, I, I understand that, folks. All I'm asking us to appreciate tonight is we've lost 147,000 Americans, either because of COVID, somebody with COVID, okay? It's still 147,000 American lives that have been lost. Then you can see here, this is video of what's going on in Portland for the last, I don't know, eight weeks, 
every night. You've got these riots going on. They're trying to burn down a federal building with employees in it. We all know what took place, obviously, in Minneapolis when they burned down the police precinct in Minneapolis and potentially hundreds of millions of dollars of damage there. You see the increase in crime that's happening in, in cities like Chicago and New York. I mean, young, young kids being shot by drive-bys. I mean, just horrific things that I know many of us at home, we see this on the news. It, it's, it's to the point now where it's hard to digest, one. Secondly, you watch and you go, what is going on here? This isn't the America that I know, right? So I bring this up because when I, when I lay all these things out for you, how many of you can agree that we need more prayer in our country right now, not less? Because if you're like me and you see some of these videos, 147,000 deaths, you see what's going on in Portland, Seattle, we had CHOP, right? You see what's happening uh, with New York City and Chicago, losing very young people to unnecess unnecessary deaths. And I kind of go, what can I do? Well, one thing for me personally is I go, okay, well, I, I at least can pray. That I know, and, and I hope that makes a difference. Pray that that makes a difference. So we need more prayer, not less. And here's what happened in Nevada, at least from the Supreme Court, I should say, on Friday. Supreme Court decided against the Nevada church. Wait till, wait till you hear this, all right? What Nevada governor did is they limited church attendance to 50 people total. So if your church could hold 5,000 people, you still could only have 50 people in that church. That was the max, right? But if you're a casino, you had 50% capacity, which potentially could mean that if you're a big casino, you could have thousands and thousands of people in a fairly small area that who knows if they're you know, COVID positive or not. My point is, folks, is you just had the Supreme Court say yay to casinos and nay to your First Amendment rights to go out there and freely practice your religion. And here's what's stunning. This was, this was a church that actually filed the, the lawsuit where, um, thank you for that, Zach, people can read that. This church has a capacity of 200 people. So what they wanted to do is they wanted to bring in 90 people. I know some of you at home might be going, hey, look, Berg, I don't need to be in a church to pray. I understand that. And for a lot of people, they love going to church. That's their spiritual community, and it helps them come together and, and maybe strengthen prayers, right? Which I think we all could agree that we need right now for this nation. So this Nevada church has got a capacity of 200 people. They wanted to bring in 90, so it was below the 50% threshold, according to the governor. They were going to do social distancing. They were going to do, I mean, they were going to do more than the CDC was asking of them. And still, the governor said no to allowing them to practice. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the, three, the free exercise thereof. This seems like a no-brainer, right, for the Supreme Court. Five people still voted against your First Amendment rights, and I think Justice Gorsuch uh, summed it up perfectly. He said, but there's, there's no world in which the Constitution permits Nevada to favor Caesar's palace over Cavalry Chapel, which is the chapel that filed the lawsuit. So a lot there. Would love to know your point of view, but you obviously agree, hey, our country could use more prayer now, not less. It's shocking what the Supreme Court did. And also love your, to hear your point of view on uh, the mask mandate <laughs> in Minnesota running a PSYOP on its own people. So stay with us. Please share your point of view with us. we got a lot more coming up, and it's very easy for you to share your point of view. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.